before the show starts. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all, hey. To me. Any Baidu fans in here? to get this started. Happy, what is it, Thursday? Throwback Thursday. So yeah, Badu just, she does it for me. That's my girl, okay? I love me some Badu. I hope I got some Badu fans in here. I'm insecure. Mm. So, we got a juicy letter, guys. And, um, oh my goodness, here it is. Let me pull it up so we can get started. We can fellowship. So, welcome to the Talk That Talk edition of Diva Speaks Relationships. My name is Angela Potariel. I am the diva of the brand. Talk show podcast. Um, the ministry, the card games, um, the therapeutic card games, okay? Here's my latest one, Surviving Infidelity. Mm-hmm. Got something for the people, okay? So you can figure it out. So guys, we are gathered here together tonight to discuss a topic that I kind of switched it up on you guys. I had initially picked a letter where, let me turn this down, even though I love Baidu, she can't be over talking me on my show, right? Okay. I initially picked a letter where the wife got busted, but somebody, okay, wrote something that was far more intense, and um, I thought we should kind of dive into it. So again, welcome to Talk That Talk with Diva Speaks Relationships. My name is Angela Potareal, and uh, I got a letter. We're going to read it. I'm going to give my thoughts on it. It's not a topic that you have not heard before, okay? It's something that all of us are familiar with. If you have not experienced it, you've heard about it, you've witnessed it, or you've been a friend or a family member who had to talk and walk somebody through it or hold their hands and pray them through whatever landed in their lap and they were trying to deal with it, okay? Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's just get into it, okay? So got a woman that wrote in. She's a wife. And this po' baby is going through. So she comes out the gate and she says, the girl is pregnant. A wife wrote in and say the girl is pregnant. Okay, so my husband informed me the other day after receiving a nasty text from his mistress. Wait a minute, wait a minute, let me start over. I'm sorry guys, let me start over because I was trying to turn the music down. Okay, 
Uh, come on, Apple. Okay, my husband. Come on, mouse. My husband. Lord, that's the sentence that, oh, Lord, sometimes when you have to say my husband. Oh, okay, my husband informed me the other day after receiving nasty a nasty text from his mistress because I tried to check on my husband that she is pregnant. Okay, guys, I'm going to read it again. My husband informed me the other day after receiving a nasty text from his mistress because I tried to check on him she, that she is pregnant. I also found out that apparently he asked his mistress' father permission to marry her. I told you this was going to be good, did I not? Okay. We are still legally married and haven't finalized our divorce. I didn't want a divorce and have tried to work things out. But now that he is set on marrying this other woman who I might add is a terrible person for several reasons besides sleeping with my husband. And I don't know what to think. They've only been together for the, past, for the last five months and they're talking marriage. Can you please give me some advice on how to handle this situation? I'm heartbroken and floored, and I don't know where to go from here. We were together for 10 years. Mm. High school sweethearts went to college together, and November would have been our three-year anniversary. I just don't know what's going on. So I'm going to go all the way back, and I'm going to recap. This woman, she's a wife has a no good husband. We just going to come out the gate with that one. Now I need Badu to kind of relax me a little bit because she got me all intense with her letter. Um, so apparently, a husband has walked out on his wife. Okay, so let me do the diva spin on it. Husband has walked out on the wife. He done got booed up with a new chick. The new chick, we're going to call her the mistress because that's what she is because this wife is technically and legally still married to her husband. So the mistress is pregnant by her husband and this husband is dead set on marrying this mistress and he has asked the mistress father for her hand in marriage. Where they do that at? Obviously here, right? Okay, so the husband is expecting a baby with his mistress. He's walked out on his wife. He's dead set on being with this mistress. This wife is heartbroken and she don't want the divorce. And she wants advice on how to handle it. Well, first I would say you need to buy this right here from me, for real, surviving infidelity, okay? Um, because it will help you figure some things out if he's willing to have the conversation with you. Um, but you know what? Let me just be authentically and gala with you for a second. For this wife and for anyone who may be experiencing this, went through this, trying to heal from this, trying to figure it out, don't know why this has happened to you, and you are in shambles. First of all, you have to accept when a person says that they don't want to be a part of the relationship anymore. If they choose to break the covenant, that's what they choose to do. If I want to take a biblical approach 
to it, which I generally do on Diva Speaks Relationships Ministry, even the Bible admonishes that if the unbeliever wants to leave, they are free to go. You are not to try to hold them. You are not in bondage. A lot of times we try to hold on to biblical principles and, and rely on the scriptures. And, and that's what I do on the ministry side of it. You know, and we say, well, you know, God hates divorce. And, you know, I don't want this divorce either. So I just want things to work out. However, you have to understand God doesn't break anybody's will. And you can't either. If that man wants to walk out on you as painful as it is, it may be the best thing that he can do for you right now because he's dead set on being with another woman. Me and my husband was having a conversation about my game because I wanted him to, you know, do my little commercials for me. And we started talking about, you know, why men cheat and why women cheat. And he's got this whole thing built all up in his head about women cheat more than men. I refused to be lured into that conversation with him. I wasn't going to do it, guys. You would have been proud of me. I backed all the way out of that conversation. Like, brother didn't even know I had been there because I was gone. I was like, you know, whatever. But anyway, my husband said a few days ago that men generally cheat and get caught because they don't care anymore. And that seems to apply in this situation right here with what's going on with his wife. This man doesn't care anymore. You have to sit with that. This man does not care anymore. And you have to really look at it for what it is. He done knocked up another woman. She's pregnant. Let's just say in an ideal world that your husband comes to his senses temporarily because it won't last long if he went this far. Uh, he comes to his senses and he says, you know what? I don't want a divorce. You know, I made a mistake or whatever. Do you understand that there's a baby now involved? Do you understand now that there's a woman that he proposed to, that he professed his love for. And now there's a child involved, which will probably involve co-parenting. And this woman has permanently um, been placed in your life. You can't undo that. I mean, you are really inviting a whole nother layer of problems in, into your life if you accept him back. I know it's been done. I know there are women who can and they do um, accept their spouses back and they can forgive, you know, their, their mishaps um, and accept the child as their own. You didn't say if you was that woman, you know that the mistress is pregnant. You didn't allude to what you were willing to do if your husband was to consider reconciliation. But I would say when a person goes through great lengths like he's went through and two, um, how far he's out there in those streets, I would say for your peace of mind and for health reasons, I wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't touch that until God told me to. Uh, the way I have been talking to um, women that I try to help, you want to get over something? I want you to visualize your mate actually if you can, if it doesn't drive you to suicide or nervous breakdown, you got to really think about this thing. Your husband actually got aroused, got an erection, went through with the act, laid down, got in between the legs of another woman. Okay. And spent a few minutes there or a few hours, depending on how much of a stud he is or not. Um, spent time in her lady parts, giving her the ultimate pleasure. 
and then unprotected with her. The same that he's done with you. He's given her everything that he's given you, which absolutely is disrespectful. And it's nasty. Unprotected. This is what he did to you. This is how he broke your vows. This is how much he thought of your vows. He was willing to risk it all. And now he doesn't want to be held accountable. He's absolutely sure about and demanding a divorce. And he has asked this woman's father for her hand in marriage. Like how the hell are you going to open up a door and you ain't even close this one? That lets you know he's out of order, he's out of line, he's foul, he's no good, and he's definitely no good to you while he's like this. I would say, let it go right now. Let it go right now for your, your peace of mind so you can start to process everything, so you can really, because right now I feel that you are really emotional, and you should be, behind what your husband has done to you, but you haven't gotten to that anger stage yet. You know, there are several layers of grieving a relationship that is dying or that has died. Okay. If the relationship, since the relationship is over, I feel right now that you're in a grieving stage and you're just, you're yearning to have your union and your covenant back intact. But there's a process to this. And he's a habitual cheater. Even though it's with the same person, he's a habitual cheater. He don't mean you no good right now. Even if he was to I, I'm sorry. There's no remorse. He's not sorry for what he's done. He's continuing to sleep with her. He's building a life with her. He's planning to build a life with her. And they have brought a life into this world. Sometimes the hardest thing for us to do is to accept that what is happening to us is actually happening for us. Sometimes the best thing a person can do, even though we love them so much, even though, you know, you do have the covenant, the holy covenant, uh, the best thing he can do is to walk away because he is, he's full of hell, hell, chaos, confusion. He's an adulterer. He doesn't honor his vows. He doesn't honor you. He doesn't value you. You talk about the fact that you were together 10 years. You were high school sweethearts. You went to college together. All of that is a beautiful story. But all of that meant nothing to him. You see, it means something to you because you put it in the letter. It meant nothing to him. And, and, and I don't want to be cruel, but I need you to get to a place where you can look at it for what it is. You know, um, I've talked about, because I have some notes. I don't really like just talking out in the, out of my ass or anything, you know, I want you to think about what he's done. What he's done with her is everything he's done with you. You don't even say that y'all have children together. So now he has children with this woman. Do you really want this man back in your life? Husband or not, do you really want this man back in your life? And, and my question to you is how bad do you want him back in your life? with a baby outside of your marriage that he loved this woman enough, even, I don't know, in the moment to propose to, I'm telling he has literally devalued everything he's done with you because he's given it to her. I just think that if you take him back, it's going to be a few seasons of insecurity. You're going to be, you're going to be living with insecurity 
and with a baby that he has with this woman, you will always have the question, are they still fooling around? Um, does he still desire her? When was the last time he slept with her? I mean, does he really want to be? I mean, all kind of things. It's, it's too much. It's too much for any woman who valued their husband, loved their husband, spent 10 years with them, high school sweethearts, went to college together. Like, you, you, you better than this. But I do have to be true to my brand. I will say this because you love him. So I let me minister to you. You got to get out of your own way and you got to let that man go because even like I, I said, from a biblical standpoint, the Bible even says if, if the unbeliever wants to go, you have to let him go. I mean, God doesn't force us to love him or serve him. He doesn't force us. He doesn't break our will. So it is unrealistic for you to expect God to force your husband to stay in your covenant, to stay in your union, to, to you know, honor his vows, to love you, to do right by you. He's not going to make your husband do any of that. But that bastard will pay for what he's done. He's going to reap everything he's sown. And she is no better than you. Let me tell you something. How you get him is how you will lose him. Baby, reaping season always comes around. So you dry your little eyes as time progresses and just know he's got hell to pay and she's got some reaping. She, I mean, she's going to be uh, reaping what she sowed as well. I mean, you want him? Pray for it. You know, if God convicts his heart, you know, to revisit um, his covenant and, you know, think about what he's done and be remorseful and repent. That means to turn away from the sin that you're currently committing and to cease the sin. Then I don't know. It's up to you. I'm not here to tell you to walk away from your man or your marriage, but I will tell you he's a no good husband. He's no good. He's no good for you right now. If you're just not joining, got a letter from a wife whose husband got his mistress pregnant and this bastard got the unmitigated gall to want to marry her. He didn't ask the mistress's father for the mistress hand in marriage while he's still married to his wife. This woman over here broken hearted. She don't know what to do. Um, he's still sleeping. With, I mean, he's just very, he, he out there. Um, audacity high. His balls are big. He doesn't care. And, and, you know, sometimes we, you know, when we're being done wrong, you know, it's so easy to fall into a pity party and like, Lord, why me? You know, I, I never did him like this. Why would he do me like this? I thought he loved me. He thought he loved you too. And maybe he still does. I don't know. But the love wasn't enough to keep him committed to his vows. The love wasn't enough to keep him from going raw dogging and sleeping unprotected with the next woman and creating a life with her and then planning a life with her. And be careful what you ask for. You don't want this man back in your life right now because he's not sorry for what he's done. He's not sorry for what he's doing. He's like moving forward with his plans for his life while you're dreading a divorce. One of my shows... Um, I did. And this is just to uh, dispense hope because I don't ever want to make light of infidelity. It's not. That's why I created the game. But let me tell you, if you or someone you know is going through something like this, let me leave you with a little bit of hope. Okay. And I believe this. Do you guys remember the story of Lazarus in the Bible? 
Are you familiar with the story of Lazarus? And this is what I, I'm going to use the story of Lazarus for anybody that's like the wife or in a situation like this. Okay. Death doesn't always mean the end. You know, sometimes things have to fall all the way apart in an effort to come back together the right way. You see, sometimes they fall apart because that foundation that you were building on what was not as sturdy or as firm or it wasn't um, as solid as you thought it was, obviously, right? And I would say that the story of, of Lazarus was Lazarus took sick. He had two sisters, Mary and Martha. When he took sick, the sisters sent for Jesus, okay? Um, because all of them were very, very good friends. They were real friends with Jesus. When Jesus got the message, he did not rush to their side at all. And I mean, I've listened to countless pastors talk about not knowing the reason that he waited for so long or he didn't like actually rush when he heard that Lazarus was sick. And when he got there, Lazarus had already died. You, you guys know the story if you're faith-based. Lazarus had already died. And the sisters, like any sister, <laughs> like any woman, like anyone who's ever lost a loved one, like, I'm translating, why are you here now? I called for you days ago when he was sick. You did not come. He's dead now. Why are you here? Everything has happened. The worst has already happened. Why are you here? I'm just at, you know. But you know what? The worst had happened. Just like in your marriage. The worst had happened. The worst had happened. That was it, right? And what happened? Even though Lazarus had died, Christ stepped back into the picture and resurrected him. Now, what I could not ever locate in, in the show that I did, um, I could not locate when Lazarus was re, uh, when Lazarus was resurrected, if he was resurrected with the same illness that caused him to die. You don't hear of that. So I am going out on a limb and saying that the problems that caused his demise before when Christ resurrected Lazarus, those issues ceased. As in the case that we would pray for, for your marriage, any marriage or relationship that has crumbled, okay, under the attack of the enemy, whether it's by way of your partner's weakness or both of you guys, you know, things that the both of you have done to one another, the damage that you've both done to the relationship. Sometimes the worst has to happen in order for things to come back together the right way. And when you put in the work, when you put in the prayer, when you do what needs to be done, when you don't force it, when it comes back together, you're not suffering from the same ailments that caused the demise of the relationship before, as in the case of Lazarus. So I would encourage you, even though what you're seeing before you is unfortunate, it is heartbreaking, it 
can drive you into depression. It can make you lose weight, gain weight. You know, you got some dark days ahead because you're going to be grieving the relationship. Don't allow that to discourage you from actually understanding what God can do in your life when you stay true to biblical principles. Death does not have to mean the end. But in order for any of that to happen, you need to get out of the way so that if God it will allow this to come back together, you don't have your hands on it. Because let me tell you something. My mama used to say, can't nobody whoop a person that has done you wrong like God. Get your hands up off of it. He's not hiring. He doesn't need your help. Get out of the way. Take your hands up off of it because can't nobody make your husband suffer for the pain he's caused you, for the vows he's broken, for the covenant he's disrespected like God. And if you praying for restoration for your marriage or for your relationship or to get, you know, on to, into calmer waters, then you definitely, I want you to be encouraged and remember the story of Lazarus and just remember that death does not have to mean the end for your relationship. Now, however, on the other side of it, okay, <laughs> you got a husband that's out here sleeping in the streets like he's a single man and you say you know what diva i appreciate the encouragement i'm still a believer i know god can do all things but this is something that i do not want him to do for me because i value my body myself and everything and i will not have a man out here embarrassing the f out of me in these streets when i know i don't deserve it and he knows it too well to you my good sister i would say move forward ahead because nobody has the right to tell you to stay and take abuse. You don't deserve it. Don't put up with it. Do what you need to do. Period. I mean, you can go either way with it. Either way, I don't pass judgment. I'm just here to dispense encouragement for those who need it, who feel like they want to give it a try. They want to see the hand of God. They want to see what God can do. They don't want to pull the plug. They understand the weight of the enemy on their uh, in the attack on their relationship and they just say you know what i'm just going to go through this process and see what god has for me on the other side that's fine and if you do choose to do that don't forget i have developed a game i'm a certified card game inventor okay like like literally i have one of my games pending at the patent office I've developed a game, Surviving Infidelity, uh, the couple on it, that's me and my husband. Uh, we could be the couple that's cheating or we could be the couple that made it through. Okay. Either way, the, 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 the picture of us, you know, you can look at it either way, but if you're going to figure it out, I've developed something that will help the two of you navigate through those troubled waters to be able to have a candid conversation to get the answers that you're going to need to make an informed decision about your life and the future that you do want or you don't want for yourself. I mean, you know, sometimes it is my belief that people walk away prematurely upon discovering something that is just life altering. They act on emotion and they close the door and they close the chapter on that relationship. And then when they look back, they didn't get the answers that they really needed. And, you know, you find yourself, you know, two or three, five, 10, 20 years later, I wonder this, or I wish I would have asked that, or how did this happen? I wonder when did I've developed all of the questions that you want to know. All of the questions. And it's something that will make the two of you interact and have the candid conversation. But it's only for mature adults, two adults who want to figure it out, who have not yet determined if staying together is the best option, but they know that they need to have a conversation about it. So, um, again, 
wife found out that a husband has his mistress knocked up. What a no good person he is. And she is, um, she's really heartbroken about it. So my heart goes out to her and anyone who may be going through that. Um, that's all I can say, you know, um, nobody deserves that. So this has been Talk That Talk with um, Diva Speaks Relationships, guys. Every Thursday, I'm on live on Satellite TV um, every second and fourth Friday night. You can catch my talk show. If you have Spectrum Cable or if you have AT&T um, U-verse, um, in the Carolina area, my talk show comes on cable and on... A bunch of different Roku channels, including my own, the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel. I have a whole talk show. I do. I dedicate to relationships, a whole Roku channel. And um, again, every Thursday, if you like the ministry-based um, relationship um, that I dispense, you know, tune into the ministry every Thursday at 5 a.m. It was today, actually. So if you have satellite um, television, if you have a Roku um, channel, it's on Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel, as well as the Now Television Network um, Roku channel. And it's like on seven different um, channels or whatever. It's too many. Um, information's in my profile if you're interested. If not, I will not bore you with it. But again, if you know, you got somebody that's stepping out of the relationship, um, Times are not what they used to be. You got to think about your health because today he's bringing home a baby. What will he bring you next? Today he's bringing home a child. What can he bring you next? Do you know? I mean, you don't know anything about this woman and how she's lived her life or her sexual health. Nothing. And he probably doesn't either. He just acting on emotion and has, has no self-control and not even considering his vows. So I, I need you to take all of that in, into consideration when you find yourself down and out and you just don't know how you're going to make it through another day. You will make it through another day. Okay. Um, it is not the end of the world. You're not the first woman whose spouse stepped outside of the relationship and you will not be the last. I too can understand how embarrassing um, that that can be for you. This is my second marriage. Uh, I know what that's like. I, I've been there before to feel like, you know, why? You know, I've been there. So I can assure you, you will get through it. I can assure you, if you do things um, the right way and not act out on emotion or lash out in anger or do something that you can't undo while you're angry, that you will get through this. You, you'll get through it without, you know, a felony. <laughs> You know, you'll get through it without a felony or misdemeanor. You'll get through it without an arson charge. You know, you'll get through it without a murder charge. You'll get through it without going to hell. You can get through it. You can get through it, honey. Let me tell you, you hold your head up high and you carry yourself with the dignity, the respect and the love of Christ. You will get through it. But let me tell you something, whether you take that man back or not, you do know that he has to reap what he sowed. So whether you take him back or not, just because you choose to forget and, and forgive does not absolve him of what the Bible says. He's going to have to pay for what he's done to you. Okay. So don't you get in the line of fire. Okay. Because one thing I know for sure, 
you will reap what you sow. For every tear you have cried over this man, okay? For every tear that you have shed over the way he has dogged you out and went on with his life as if he's not married, I can assure you he will reap what he sowed. And that heifer will too, okay? She will reap it too. I once heard a, a, a post or something said about, you know, you cannot build your happiness off of another woman's tears or tearing another woman's house down. Oh, that heifer gonna reap what she sowed. So you just sit back, collect yourself, pray your way through it, get yourself a, 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 a couple of good friends or confidants, you know, somebody that's going to hold you accountable and reel you back in when you tend to be overflowing with emotion on your bad days, on the days that you're not feeling so well and you just, your mind tends to rehearse what has happened or you discover some more news about what he's doing and the life he's planning. Get you a couple of good friends that's going to hold you accountable and encourage you through and talk your way out of that particular moment. That's what I would encourage you to do. I'm not telling you to give up. I'm just saying, let it go right now. He ain't in the right space for you to be trying to reconcile with him. God got to deal with him. It may take a little bit of time, but in the meanwhile, you got this again. This is Angela Potarell, and um, um, I hope to see you back uh, next time. We do a Talk That Talk with um, Diva Speaks Relationships. You guys have a good night. This is Jorge Potarell. Check out Diva Speaks Relationship TV show. Also, Diva Speaks Relationship on the Roku channel for the best of throwbacks and soul food for your relationship. Y para mi gente, los latinos, check out Diva Speaks TV show. Y también en el canal Diva Speaks Relationship Ruco para las relaciones que tienes. Si hay problema o si no hay problema, todavía chequeamos. Te va a ayudar. Chao.